This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Hey, Ron Borges. Yo. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means if you called 15 minutes ago, you'd be a wealthy young man, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're a smart man, Ron. You should be doing that. Go 15 minutes ago. Join Ron. Just go there and save some money. Hey, listen, our, our, our next guest, Jimmy Giles, he spent 13 seasons playing tight end in the NFL, and he did it very well during an era when players at that position were expected to block as well as catch passes. He went to four Pro Bowls with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they thought so much of him, they enshrined him in their ring of honor in 2011. One group, however, that really hasn't followed is our group, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Selection Committee. Jimmy's never been a semifinalist, much less a finalist, and did not appear on the list of 94 preliminary candidates for the class of 2017. Nevertheless, he's appearing with us today, and Jimmy, thanks for being here. Well, guys, I want to tell you, it is truly an honor uh, to be with you all and have the opportunity to just at least shine a little bit of exposure on the possibilities. And I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Jimmy, players have a 25-year window of eligibility as modern-era candidates before they're moved into the senior pool. This is your 23rd year of eligibility. Does it surprise you that after 23 years, your candidacy has never, ever been discussed? Well, Rick, I I really don't know how to answer that question because when I started in professional football, I had no idea or let on thought about the Hall of Fame. All I knew that I wanted to be the best tight end that ever played the game. And I was so fortunate to start with Houston, with the Houston Oilers, because I had two great coaches, actually three coaches, that not only cared about me as a football player, but they cared about me as an individual. And that those guys are Bum Phillips, King Hill, and most of all, Joe Bugle, because Joe Bugle taught me how to block in professional football, which I took tremendous pride in. So that was my thought process. I knew I could run. I knew I could catch the football, but I wanted to know how to block. And those men took time and effort with me, and they gave me the opportunity to to do that, so much so that I came in as a third-round draft pick, and my intent was to start, and I did. So – when you look at it from that perspective, you have to get exposure when people don't know about you. I, I think there are a lot of unfortunate things happened to me in that sense because I was traded to Tampa Bay. And, of course, that time we, we were the butt of a lot of jokes, and we didn't get the exposure. So I think one of the things is, is the key is getting the exposure. And I think the other, uh, Rick, to be honest with you, is being from a, a HBCU at that time as a small black college, we didn't get a lot of recognition, but we had a lot of good athletes out there that was already in the professional ranks. And, um, you know, you just have to get that exposure to be considered. Yeah, you were the only the fourth player ever drafted from Elkhorn. Wow. But I do know we had a number of players that were free agents and had an opportunity to play in there because – a guy that I played against who was a tremendous uh, athlete was Lawrence Pillars, and he was there after me, and he 
has two Super Bowl rings to show it, and he don't ever let me forget it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, Jimmy, this is just to make you uh, make life a little more difficult for you. <laughs> there are only eight. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, there are only eight tight ends enshrined, and one of them, Charlie Sanders, had to wait 25 years to get in as a senior candidate. And John Mackey, who some guys think uh, is the best ever, it took him 15 years to get in. What do you think it is that voters are missing about the tight end position? Well, I, I think they had never really encountered anybody like, um, of course, Mike Mike Dicker, he was the first. But when you look at a guy like John Mackey, I mean, he, he kind of changed the game a little bit. And he was a pretty doggone good blocker himself. In fact, I told you about Joe Bugle. One thing that we used to do because I had the mindset that I wanted to be the best and I didn't want to go back to Mississippi with any excuses whatsoever. So I used to study films on those guys. And whatever flaw that I saw in what they were doing, I wanted to correct it. So when they did start putting those guys in, obviously, I mean, it was in my mind that someday I would get there but that was long after my career had excelled in the National Football League. And just, I think most of the writers just didn't think there were there was enough glamour in the position. But there was a lot of brute strength and force, force in it when Dicker and Sanders and, of course, John Mackey played. So at some point, you have to consider it. But truth be told, there are a lot of tight ends in the league and you just got to make your own path and excel in it. And those are the guys that excel. And the guys that get consideration are the guys that excel above, above and beyond. We're speaking with former tight end Jimmy Giles on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffame.net. And, Jimmy, this is the part of the interview where these guys tell me to go for the jugular, so I'm going to do it. Straight question. You consider yourself a Hall of Famer? Hmm. <laughs> Well, let me let me put it this way. It's, it, that really is a simple question for me when you look at it from that perspective because since I've retired from the National Football League, I've had a number of Hall of Fame players asking me if and when I thought I was going to be in the, in the Hall of Fame. Now, if those guys think enough about me to ask me that or to say that I should be there. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I shouldn't be because I looked up, if you could strive to be the best player, if that, those are some of the parameters of being a Hall of Famer. And you strive every day to make your team better. You listen to the coaches and try to do what they say within the framework of your position. Then, of course, I think I should be there. And I've had a lot of good guys that are in print saying that they thought that I should be in the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. More so, that importantly, when you have teams that game plan to stop one individual, you got to think that he should have a shot or should be looked at. And from the information you guys have told me, I've never been looked at from that perspective. I know I've talked to Dan Hampton. Richard Dent, and those guys told me that their whole game plan was to stop Jimmy Giles and you stop the Bucks because I worked to beat them. 
and I have some tremendous games against them. And I can tell you a little quick story. Sure. <laughs> we win the we win the Pro Bowl the year that the '85 Bears were. I mean, they were just above and beyond uh, what football teams were all about. Never will forget this, guys. We were playing them, and they were in Tampa. And Otis Wilson, they were put, he and uh, Marshall were playing the forty-six defense. And of course, you had Doug Plank behind them covering me. Triple coverage now. Otis looked at me because I got my knee hurt the year before. Otis said, Giles, you should just retire, man. You're too old. <laughs> man, what did he say that for? <laughs> we hey, should have beat them. But it was about seven or eight catches later and two touchdowns and a hundred and some yards. He came over to me and said, man, you're everything but it's Brian say about you. You're awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you are awesome. And you know what? Unfortunately, we've got to run. But uh, thanks so much for the time. And I'd say good luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy, except we have to get you on the ballot first. So good luck with that. And thanks again for being here. Well, guys, it's certainly a pleasure to be with you, and hopefully you can shed a little bit of light on this thing, and I do appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, Thanks, Jimmy. That was former tight end Jimmy Giles. When we return, we'll wheel out our Game Changers of the Week. In case you missed it, we're brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer is running slowly, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a diagnosis. In just minutes, you can activate MyCleanComputer software to clean out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com. 